What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Just Sayin' Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Martindale, and summer is that bitch. Um, it is officially hot everywhere. I got a, uh, uh, a notification today that said, as the world bakes, which is not a soap opera on the Food Network, it is literally so hot. The Middle East has hit, I think, 150 degrees, which I don't even know if that's possible, but it... That's what it said. And uh, yeah, we have record temperatures all over the place. And um, if you thought people were crazy uh, before summer, <laughs> they're even a lot crazier now. People are just doing whatever they feel like. And on the way over here, there was just people walking in the middle of the street. Um, I, I saw like a woman screaming and I'm like, uh, summer, it's here. But uh, we've got a fun-filled, hopefully cool episode for you guys this week. Um, I just want to give a quick little update. I have some dates coming up. I will be in San Francisco the 19th of July, which is tomorrow, um, if you're there. Uh, I unfortunately will not be in Napa, California, or... Uh, Irvine, California with Heather McDonald. Um, I just kind of needed a little bit of a break, so I will not be at those shows. Um, I do have Montreal coming up if you're in Quebec. I will be there the 25th uh, doing shows out there as well. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. Something this... Wait, hold on. What is it? Hold on. Something wicked this way comes. And what is that? Divorce. Um... Big weekend for divorces. We had two big ones. Uh, one of them was very surprising. And one of them I was like, huh. Uh, the first one being Ariana Grande and her husband, Dalton Gomez. They announced that they are separated and they are heading for divorce. Now, Twitter kind of went crazy and was like, wait, what? Ariana Grande's married? And yeah, I think we all kind of forgot that Ariana Grande got married. Uh, she's been married for two years to this guy named Dalton Gomez, who looks like Natalie Portman's, like, brother from a different marriage. Um, but they've been separated since January, and now they are officially are heading forward, uh, forward with divorce. Uh, she was in Wimbledon over the weekend with Andrew Garfield, who is in the Wicked movie with her. She was not wearing her wedding ring. She was showing everybody that she is newly single, but they, um, I guess they split up in January. She is, you know, across the pond filming the two-part movie, <laughs> Wicked, uh, with Cynthia Erivo, and, you know, they've been um, distanced with themselves, and they are now officially going to have a divorce, um, which... I'm sad, but also I feel like Ariana just, she likes to jump into relationships really quick. You know, she was dating Pete Davidson, she was dating Mac Miller and all these like bad boys and everything. And I, I don't know, she just kind of got married and everyone was like, huh? Um, but you know what? She's going to be fine. She's doing the biggest movie I'm sure of next year. She will be okay. Um, but yes, it was a little bit of a shock to... Uh, people because everyone forgot that she was <laughs> married. <laughs> I forgot she was married. Uh, and the second divorce being, this one kind of shocked me. Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello 
um, have divorced after seven years of marriage. Um, no one really saw this one coming. I think there was a cryptic message that uh, Joe posted on uh, Sophia's Instagram about uh, wishing her a happy birthday, but it was just like, meh, happy birthday. There you go. And um, everyone was kind of like, well, that seems a little off and not genuine. But everyone is asking what did happen, what happened to this couple. They seemed like they were perfect, and uh, apparently they weren't. They had different attitudes that caused them to be less connected. Joe is a big kid. He loves playing Dungeons and Dragons. <clears throat> Red flag. Uh, he loves wrestling. Okay, I'm in. He is all about video games, superhero movies, comic books, going to concerts, huge NFL fan. He chases fun, one source mused. He always loves being out and about and just having a good time. And then when it is time to be serious and when it's time to get to work, he turns on that part of himself, but he is always ready to live life to the fullest and go out and just be fun and have fun. And Sophia doesn't do that? I don't know. Uh... She said that was an immediate, immediately an attraction for Sophia because he was kind of this, like, grown-up kid. Then bit by bit, they stopped wanting to be together and stopped hanging out because something so little would often trigger an attitude that would bug them. Just their attitudes on everything were completely different, and something like that is extremely draining for a relationship. And they got to the point where it'd be a good day, and one thing would be said. Okay, so they just kind of got worn out with each other. Uh, it added up to where it is now easier and more relaxing not being together. When people say they will be friendly, they will, but the romance part of things is over. They grew apart from something that could have been really good. Well... I think Sophia's okay. She was in Italy for her birthday and was uh, photographed, you know, wearing her G-string thong bikini, which we love. I We love a va-va-voom Sophia Vergara. Look at her. She's 51. She looks incredible. Um, and I'm pretty sure she'll have no problem bouncing back. Joe Manganiello, I don't even know what he's done recently. Does anybody know? True Blood? Wait, Magic Mike? Is that it? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> it's just me alone in a room. <laughs> uh, yes, but Joe Manganiello uh, rose to fame with the True Blood series on HBO. I remember like him popping up and we all were, we all were like, Bruh! because, uh, yeah, he was just kind of a big, tall drink of water. And we were happy for this match. And another one bites the dust. I'm telling you, the summer heat makes you do crazy things. Um, all right. Well, what else do we have? We've got our latest trend of the summer is uh pissing off performers. We've had phones being thrown at people, we've had fans rushing up on stage, we've had people just uh throwing wheels of cheese at pink. Um, so I think that's I think the biggest trend of the summer is people just acting terribly in public events. Um, and Miranda Lambert is in the news, um, because she has been called out over a Las Vegas selfie that, um, incident, and the woman that she called out is now, oh, she's pissed? She wants to speak to the life manager, <laughs> and, um, she will not have it. Her bad behavior did not need to be called out in front of everyone. Who does she think she is? I'll tell you, Miranda Lambert. Uh, 
Miranda Lambert, I've always had a weird fascination with because I remember she was on a show, I believe it was on the USA Network called Nashville Star. And it was kind of like American Idol for country music. And she won. I think she won. Or she got second place. I can't remember. I want to say she won. But then obviously has jumped to fame and, you know, she was married to, to Blake Shelton and then divorced him and now she's remarried again. But anyways, she um, had a concert in Las Vegas over the weekend and Miranda Lambert stopped her performance in the middle of singing a song called Tin Man after she eyed the woman and five of her friends posing for a mid-show selfie. It was 30 seconds at most, says the woman, Adela Kalen, which just sounds like trouble. I'm Adela Kalen. Um, she says, we took the picture quickly and we're going to sit back down. I say bullshit on this. Whenever you make a statement, it says, we were just going to take a picture real quick and then sit down. No, you were you were making it a thing. Enough that Miranda Lambert noticed you. So the moment was captured on TikTok in which Lambert had just started to perform uh, her song of the year winner during her Miranda Lambert Velvet Rodeo Las Vegas residency show. She says, I'm going to stop right here for a second. I'm sorry. Stop the show at the Planet Hollywood and said, these girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. Lambert was clearly irked by the distraction, adding, it's pissing me off a bit. Sorry, I don't like it at all. We're here to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country. Uh, what? Down? What is that? I'm singing some country D-N music? Do we have to blur out damn? Is it that offensive now? I'm singing some country damn music. Okay. She then motioned for the women to put their phones away and asked the crowd, shall we start again? Before rebooting the song to the crowd's cheers. Now, Adela is not having it. She says that she believes Lambert's reaction may have had something to do with a heightened sensitivity around phones at a show. And while she said she understood the concern for the artist's safety, Kaylin was disappointed by her comments. It felt like I was back at school with the teacher scolding me for doing something wrong and telling me to sit back down. Yeah, bitch, that's what that was. (laughs) You got scolded in public. She then asked a woman seated behind them to take a picture of her and her friends near the end of her set. We just couldn't get one good picture. We were so excited because I think we had the best seats in the house in the whole theater. Okay. If you have the seats, if you have the best seats in the theater, you know that maybe the artists will see you because you have the best seats in the house. Now, I guarantee it, these five women probably used a violent flash, just full flash, And we all know that they probably didn't take multiple pictures. It was like a series of pictures. And this is the last song of the night? Come on! She's probably saving her encore for the last song to be her award-winning song. And she's being distracted because you and your girlfriends are taking your pictures. And I bet, I bet anything, do we have a look at the picture or no? Is there a a group shot of the picture that they took? Because I guarantee it, it's five women and then Miranda Lambert. And they're like, girls, just being girls. You know. So this is another string of people saying this is bad behavior. We're going to have to lock phones up. You know, antics are out of control. If you can't behave yourself during a show, don't go. And I think the women, some of the women even stormed off. And they were like, you don't treat your fans like that. Well, Hey, 
maybe treat the artist you're seeing with a little respect and dignity and don't distract them from singing. Right? Come on. I do have the picture. See, I told you. Look at that. Four. There's five. There's six. And then Miranda Lambert. Just girls. Hey. We're just and look at the flash. The flash is on. We were just gonna take it real quick and sit back down, were you, Adela? And so now Adela is upset and will not have this. I've been bullied. I've been bullied. I bought the best seats in the house and I felt like trash. Good. I mean, look at Marie. I can see her hate gaze from here. She she is pissed. Look at her. That's the moment when you got caught in the picture. Like, look at that. There's lasers and everything, and she didn't even care. She's just staring at Adele and her dumb friends. Good. And we're, You know what we're going to do? We're going to wait till the end of the show to get a picture. That sounds like a, a really appropriate time to, uh, you know, distract the artist who's trying to close out their show after they've been singing live for maybe an hour or so. Let's do it. Yeah, no one's going to be able to have any fun anymore. Um, speaking of fun, <laughs> do you guys remember the Island Boys? I rarely do. Sometimes I feel like I dreamed them up, and then they pop up out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, no, they're real. Um, the Island Boys, uh, they... If you don't remember them, they were kind of like a viral sensation. And I think it was like 2015. And they had that like little viral clip where they were like, Island Boys. And that was it. And everyone was kind of like doing it. Um, they have their names are uh, <clears throat> Fly Soldier and Kodiak Cred. Um, and yeah, they look like this. Um, and they posted a video of, them, of themselves <sighs> making out um, and directing folks to check out uh, one of the brothers' OnlyFans page. So in the video, they start making out like brothers do. And he said that they got so much heat from it, and he had to address the situation by saying that he has no sexual feelings towards his brother. Good. Good for him. Despite the controversial clip, adding, this isn't the first time they've done this. Okay. Keep it in the family, kids. He says he'd for sure do it again, adding, we're both straight, and kissing is not counted as a sexual act, and that it's been boosting their OnlyFans subscriber count. Fly Soldier says they put up the clip for another reason, though, telling us they wanted to see how effed up this world is. Well, noted. He points out that the attention they've been getting isn't at all the same response to his community outreach. He says he's been sharing clips for months of him giving back to his community. I don't think that's what they mean by public service. By servicing your brother. <laughs> like like the homeless. Oh, good. He's compared it to the homeless. But took the stuff down because no one really cared. All right. So clearly this is just a, a uh, attention grabber. Subscribe to our OnlyFans. I don't care how desperate I am. I'm never going to make out with a sibling for OnlyFans. This is some, this is mentally ill, isn't it? 
I feel. I feel like there's something um, a little off. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But you know what? Get get the coins, boys. But just stop making out with your brother. There, I said it. Come on. I mean, they look like strappy, like chihuahuas, like 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 rescue chihuahuas, like the ones that are like they've seen things, <laughs> and they do things apparently. But yeah, I, I, ugh, gross. Couldn't, no, no thanks. Island boys, no, for me. Okay, where are we at? Now this story popped up today, and I kind of don't care. Like, this kind of like blew my mind a little bit, because Gigi Hadid, uh, the supermodel, she has a kid with Zayn Malik from One Direction. She was arrested and fined $1,000 after border control agents found marijuana and drug paraphernalia in her luggage upon her arrival in the Cayman Islands last week. The supermodel, who has been released, Free Hadid, <laughs> has, had been flown on a private jet to the tropical destination for a girl's trip from the United States on July 10th. She arrived at the international airport where CBC local outlet Cayman Marl Road reported discovered Really? Ganja? Are we saying ganja these days again? Ganja. They found ganja and utensils used for the consumption of ganja. After putting her bags through a scanner and searching them by hand, the quantities were relatively small and seemingly for personal consumption. Similar materials were found in the bags of another member of Hadid's group, Cayman Marl Road reported both women were arrested on suspicion importation of ganja. Can we not say marijuana? Can we say weed? Ganja, imp importation of utensils. What the hell's a utensil? Is she forking weed? I don't even know. Is that like, like what, dabs or something? Maybe a pipe. Yeah. Well, Gigi, get a vape like a normal person. Come on. You're better than this. You're a supermodel. Have a vape. Now I'm worried. Is Gigi Hadid smoking out of pipes? <sighs> Gigi. No. So, uh, they were released on bail and appeared in a summary court on July 12th where they both pled guilty. Each were fined $1,000 and no conviction was recorded. Well, thanks for wasting all of our times. Cayman Islands courts confirmed to people that Hadid and McCarthy were arraigned in Georgiatown, but did not specify the charges. Um, and this is what's weird. She was traveling with marijuana. I'm sorry, ganja. She's she's traveling with ganja. Gigi ganja. Ganja Gigi. We need to make a marijuana strain called Gigi now. That's what she's going to do. She's going to come up with her own cannabis line called Gigi ganja. Um... She got it in New York City and then was traveling on the plane. So to the Grand Caymans. What? Her record remains clear and she enjoyed the rest of her time on the island. So good for her. But then it got weird when she saw the island boys making out in the cabana next to her. Was she high when she saw it? We'll never know. Uh... 
So she's been relaxing on vacation, taking pictures. She's fine. She's good. She's like, I'm sure she just paid a whole bunch of money and was like, get me out of here. Um, she shared another look, uh, her Instagram. Okay. So she's fine. Good. Gigi's good, good. But, I mean, that is a, that's really weird. So it wasn't that much. They confiscated her pipe, and she had a little bit of weed on her, and they arrested her. Just legalize it. My God, who cares? What else are you supposed to do on vacation? Talk to your family? Ugh. If you guys love art, here we have a story for you. An Italian artist sells an invisible sculpture for more than $18,000. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused by this already. So an Italian artist named Salvatore Garo, I hope I'm saying that right. If not, you know what? I'm going to sleep okay. Recently auctioned an invisible sculpture for 15,000 euros, which is about $18,000 in U.S. Uh, bills. Uh, the sculpture's initial price was set between 6000 and 9000 However, the price was raised after several bids were placed. Titled Italian for I Am, Io Sono, the 67-year-old artist's sculpture is immaterial, meaning that the sculpture does not actually exist. Mmm. Okay. So it's art because it isn't art. Right. Got it. How much? I'll take it. Uh, though he's received much critique for the sale, Gower argues that his work of art isn't nothing, but it is instead... A vacuum. Got it. This man has no friends. None. No one wants to hang out at his house. He doesn't have, you know, PlayStation or anything. He He's alone. The vacuum is nothing more than a space full of energy. And even if we empty it and there's nothing left, according to the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that nothing has weight. Uh, he said of the statue... Uh, therefore, it has energy that is condensed and transformed into particles that is like us. <laughs> Sounds like this guy's been puffing off Gigi's uh, weed pipe because this makes no sense. This is the person that you're stuck in line with, like in the worst place possible, i.e. the DMV. Like a, a Disneyland restroom, you know, you're just like, oh, God, just shut up. Um, so let's see. Multiple outlets report that the only tangible item the buyer will receive is a, is a certificate of authentic, oh, I can't say this word, authentication. It's hot. I'm telling you, my brain's melting. That is both signed and stamped by Garrow. Though this is the first immaterial sculpture Garrow has sold, well, shocker, it is not the first of its kind he has created. He displayed another immaterial sculpture titled Buddha in Contemplation in the Piazza della Scala in Milan, near the entrance to the Gallery d'Italia. Garrow posted a video of the statue to his social media. Here's a picture of that statue right now. I get it. I, I, I get it. But here's what I would do. <laughs> Knowing if that is a sculpture, I would be the guy to pretend that I, like, hurt myself in front of it because I didn't see it, and then I get paid. Right? Who put this invisible sculpture here? 
I tell you what, it's that damn Garo again. He's up to no good. Um, so this apparently uh, is supposed to activate the the viewer's imagination, and the artist says that in the video, uh, the the that it exists with every, this man is on drugs. This is a this is a unhinged artist, and somebody bought this. But how does he move? Like, does it get delivered? Does someone like, is there just like, you know, like in those movies where they have like the sheet of glass movers and they're like, oh, oh, oh. like, is that it? I have a lot of questions about this. Um, but if you're an art collector, congratulations. You got duped because uh, this is just invisible snake oil, a charlatan, if you will. Um, oh, and then he brought in God because, of course, he says, after all, don't don't we shape a god we've never seen? Oh my gosh. It's like if we if we can't see God, does God exist? No, this is art. Do you see it? Oh, you don't? Then that sounds like a you problem. Mm-hmm. Then you're the idiot for not getting it. Oh, you just don't get it. Your brain isn't formed well. You fell as a baby and unfortunately you can't experience the art that we all see. And by seeing, we mean we don't see. Got it. <laughs> I'll tell you what art is. Burger King. <laughs> this came out over the weekend. Burger King has a new cheeseburger in, what was it, Thailand? I think it's in Thailand, which, good for them. Um, uh, I can't tell you the last time I ate at Burger King. I honestly could not tell you the last time I've been to a Burger King. I found out the, the yesterday that um, my boyfriend's never had a fast food burger, which is weird. He's grew he grew up in the South. He's had chicken chicken sandwiches, but never like a Big Mac, In and Out, Whataburger, Wendy's, nothing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who is this person I know? <laughs> but uh, Thailand Burger King has taken the beautiful concept of a cheeseburger and turned it into something horrific by making a burger with only cheese on it. So a literal cheeseburger. It is a cheeseburger in the most literal sense of the word, and I hate it. <laughs> so here it is, the cheeseburger. Oh, my God. It's, oh, it's a bun with up to 20 slices of American cheese. What a tragic creation. <laughs> the Burger King Thailand item recently launched, and a few brave souls went to try the cheeseburger with only cheese on it, which costs 10 uh, Thai baht, I believe is the currency, at, which is about $3 in American dollars. Apparently, several people said what we already know to be true. It's too much cheese. It's too much cheese. Thank you, Adelia. And the Miranda concert, I am still appalled. I'm constipated because of the cheeseburger, and I'm appalled. So, it's too much cheese. So, if you order, no one's happy anymore. You can't go get just a cheeseburger with just cheese on it. You're still going to complain. There's just too much cheese. 
Oh, I am a cheese lover, but I am not a fan of American cheese. Well, that's problematic. However, I wouldn't want a burger with any of my favorite cheese stacked between two buns. This is just as bad as the Burger King chocolate Whopper. What is that? Did we know about a chocolate Whopper? Oh, it hit Thailand or Taiwan a while back. Okay. Thankfully, we'll only be around for a limited time, and maybe we won't have to see this nightmare ever, ever again. Can we click on the chocolate Whopper? What does that look like? Sick. Oh, gross. So if you're watching this on YouTube, which you should be doing, um, this is... What is it? Is it? It has chocolate and peanut butter sauce on a hamburger. No, kill it with fire. No, no, absolutely not. Oh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I just vomit. Oh, my God. Yeah, so is Burger King the place where they had? No, that was McDonald's. They had the McRib, right? Yeah. But what was, didn't Whopper have something too? Or Burger King, rather? No, right? I don't think so. No, I think it was just like they had the chocolate peanut butter burger. Taiwan's wild now. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, that's sick. So it's just tomatoes, onions, cheese, melted cheese, and chocolate and peanut butter. No. Nope, nope, nope. This is not what they meant by have it your way. Okay? You don't just get to come in and, you know, Willy Wonka it down at the at the Burger King. No. This is why I don't eat at Burger King. Um, and also, like, are you in college? Is that what you're eating? You're like, oh, I just, times are tough. <laughs> God. <laughs> I just got to eat my, my real cheeseburger. That's all it is. That's, that's, that's invisible art right there. That's not a meal that is, that's going to, Make you go get a colonoscopy the next day. Because you know that cheese does not digest in your body. That's sick. Shame. <laughs> Shame on you. All right. Whew. We've got a story from the UK, I believe. This is... Um, I'm still a little confused on the story, so they cut down... Okay, apparently in this neighborhood, there was a lot of people having sex. And ironically, it was in a, a park called Ho Park, which maybe changed the name because hoes be what? Hoen. And um, this, there was a, there was a, uh, let's see. So there's palm trees in this park that have been cut down because it was attracting late night sexual antics. Well, right. Um, yeah, so people were cutting down these palm trees because they were attracting, uh, sex parties and drug parties and the authority, um, contractors, there was a lot of people who got upset because these contractors cut down 110 mature trees while residents slept and said that work was necessary in order to tackle antisocial behavior. Doesn't sounds pretty social to me. 
you know? Could uh, council bosses have now apologized for not notifying locals about the work with the labor majority authority claiming it was done by the predecessors before the month's elections? Um, so yeah, they said a whole bunch of tr- trees are shut down or cut down rather in this park. Um, has it stopped the fornicator drug smugglers? Probably not. Because again, they're doing this in a park named Ho Park. Um, Plymouth now has a very bad press across the country. Uh, This is a Mirror article, by the way, and this is why it's written so terribly. It's like, Plymouth now has a very bad press across the country. Can you try? Go to school. Um, After the despicable feeling of the trees in uh, Armada way against the public opposition... Uh, a huge amount of people are traumatized by what happened and further with the sight of the huge tree pile. Um, the person who called the palms stunning said the removal of shrubs would merely relocate antisocial behavior elsewhere and said those causing the problems will simply move elsewhere. The problem needs to be addressed at root because at root cause level not moved on. These palms were stunning, adding to biodiversity for sure plus as all island and seaside people know, they're the best at dissipating wind. Mm-hmm. They're also good to cover up people getting plowed in the park. But <laughs> let's cut it down, you know? That sucks, too. These are, like, really nice trees. But, uh, yeah, that's just goes to show you people ruin everything. But, I mean, that people having sex in the park is tale as old as time, you know? what you do you just (laughs) go to the park and hook up i was at pride at san diego and a friend of mine hooked up in a porta potty and i was like shit has it been that long you know what they didn't do demolish the porta potties they're like no so um yeah they've put wait they remove large shrubs including cabbage palms Okay, well, thoughts and prayers to the Ho Park community. I really hope they can um, get their lives together and move forward. But uh, yeah, these guys are just going to go find another park. So this story I love because you know me. I love the um, Instagram account Nature is Metal. It's one of my favorites. And I love when animals attack and take over um, because I think we need more of that in the world. We had it with orcas and yacht boats. Um, what else was there? There was, uh, what else? Wasn't there some, oh yeah, the shark attacks were insane at the beginning of the summer. And now this sea otter in Santa Cruz is hassling surfers and stealing their boards. And I say, go for it, little otter. I love just an aggressive otter. (laughs) This otter has been hassling locals, um, at a place called Steamer Lane, it's a legendary point break nestled along the rocky shores of Santa Cruz, home to experienced surfers as well as a five-year-old female sea otter with a growing reputation for repeatedly confronting surfers and kayakers. Video all across social media has shown this otter hoisting itself out of the ocean and onto the boards while surfers sit back in awe. At times, she's chewed on the boards or forced surfers to surrender their boats uh, boards altogether. Onlookers in the videos can be heard laughing uh, in jest at surfers' misfortune. 
But officials with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service say the otter poses a public safety risk. So they killed it. No, they didn't. But, you know, that always surprised me. They're like, oh, got to get rid of it. So while there have been no confirmed reports of injury due to the highly unusual behavior of this otter, kayakers, surfers, and others recreating in the area should not approach the otter or encourage the otter's interactions, uh, they have said in a statement. So... Do not antagonize the otter um, because, yeah, it's, I, I kind of love it. And maybe, are otters like beavers? Don't they like, no, they build dams or something? Maybe they're like building a dam for this. Or maybe it's just territorial, but, uh, oh, here we go. Let's blame it on hormones. They're saying, well, the exact cause is unknown. Officials said it could be associated with hormonal surges. <laughs> This female otter is up to no good. Next thing you know, she's going to be taking selfies at a Miranda Lambert concert uh, <laughs> and being fed by humans. Hey, stop feeding nature. Uh, but I, I just got tickled because I saw some of the videos of this otter like jumping on boards and chewing on boards and, and taking them away. But yeah, don't confront the sea otter. Um, there's two things you should never confront. Sea otters and twinks, um, both up to no good all the time. So, uh, yes, this animal, the southern sea otters, are under the Endangered Species Act, and they are protected under the Marine Mammal Act, um, but they are a key predator in the California coastal ecosystem. Really? I had no clue. Um the animal, officially known as Otter 841, which is what I was called back in school, was born in captivity because its mother had also been too friendly with humans. Well, I see the problem. This has been passed down <laughs> through a generation of <laughs> unruly otter moms and then successfully released into the wild. It wasn't until September that the otter started exhibiting her bizarre behavior at Steamer Lane. God, bad otter behavior is passed down through generations. So I think it's cute. All right, we got a couple more stories for you this week. I think we've got actually one more. So this came out of CBS News. A man allegedly tried to switch places with his dog when he was pulled over for speeding and showed signs of intoxication. What? Exactly. So this man was pulled over for speeding in Colorado, okay? This is more this is a more of a Colorado vibe, I think. You know, I think it's either like Colorado or Florida. You know, Florida's very like methy, I guess. Colorado's more like, "Uh, oh, we're in a Jeep. I'm driving." With a dog. The dog would actually be driving in Florida? The, yeah, the dog would be driving in Florida. That's it. Yeah, the dog is on meth on Florida. In Florida. Uh, so a man who was pulled over for speeding on Saturday in Colorado attempted an unusual tactic in an effort to avoid arrest. He tried to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat. Wow, way to throw your dog under the bus. An officer from the Springfield Police Department watched the man who showed signs of intoxication switch places with his dog, claiming he was not the one driving. <laughs> when the officer was asked about his alcohol consumption, the man ran. 
And the dog did not chase him. <laughs> the dog, uh, the man was caught about 20 yards away. The police department said in a statement on Facebook, the police department says when he was pulled over, he was going 52 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour uh, zone. Um, the man had two arrest warrants for his arrest in Pueblo, Colorado. It was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol and or drugs, driving while inability impaired, driving while ability impaired, sorry, driving under suspension, speeding 20 to 25 miles over and resisting arrest. He was taken to a local hospital and later booked in the county jail. His dog was given to an acquaintance who will take care of the pet while his owner is in jail. Ah, uh, this is where this is where we go. The dog does not face any charges and was let go with just a warning. If I was that dog, I would never go back to that owner. Just be like, uh-uh. Absolutely not. But uh <laughs> the things you read, you know? I don't even know where to go from here. Um <laughs> Hold on, I'm just like my brain is fried. Um, a lot going on. So don't drink and drive. Uh, get an Uber. And if you do drink and drive, don't blame your dog. Um, and don't run. I think that's the funniest part to me. They're like, you're the cops just walking up to this car. There's like a German shepherd in the driver's seat. And then the guy looks at you and just gets out and runs. It's a lot. It's a lot. All right. Well, I think that concludes this week's episode. Uh, again, make sure to like and review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out my YouTube page uh, at Mr. Justin Martindale. And uh, you can leave us any little comments, whatever you guys want to do, whatever you guys want to see on here. Uh, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at Justin Martindale. And as always, we will see you next time. Again, I will be in San Francisco tomorrow, and then I will be in Montreal, Canada, the 25th. So we will see you next time on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Take care. Mm -hmm.